0: Welcome to episode number 237, Local and Lovely. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle Brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Blessed also sponsored by the motivation files unleashed this motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success available on all platforms all right you are now tuned into the rotated Fuse podcast i am your host jimmy lee velez i'm here with goose game heck Kristen and Lauren, local and lovely. In this episode, we have special guests, Kristen and Lauren. We cover topics that range from e-commerce, entrepreneurship, crafting, creative processes, the coronavirus, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Helen Franklhoff and Jack Canfield. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off, Kristen and Lauren, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Well, it's our pleasure. Thank we're you so, so much glad for to having be us. here. Awesome, awesome. All right, so we're going to jump right into it. Local and lovely. For those of us who do not know who you are and what you do, uh, Kristen, if you want to kick it off, and then we'll go to Lauren, let us know. Sure. Um, so, why don't I just start
1: with a very brief introduction of myself, because I feel like that's always useful. Um, Absolutely. Now I'm originally from Long Island, but 15 years ago I moved to Pennsylvania, and um, specifically have been living in Bucks County, New Hope, for 10 years. And I, you know, when we first were looking for um, a new home, a forever home, we really wanted to start a family. We we looked around and we really fell in love with New Hope, but. I'll tell you, since living here over the last 10 years, just really fell in love with New Hope so, so much more. Love the community, um, love all of the neighbors, love everything that New Hope has to offer.
2: Um, And Lauren? So I've only been in New Hope for about three years. Um, I kind of actually moved around a bit as a kid from North Jersey to Virginia and back to New Jersey in the Pennington-Hopewell area, which is really what I consider home, uh, where I where I come from, and then um, I lived in Hoboken, New Jersey for the last, for 17 years, and then moved to New Hope three years ago, and very quickly called this home, and I couldn't imagine being anywhere else, I mean, it's just such a beautiful area, you can't help but fall in love with it, um, and we're happy to be here, and soon after I moved here, I met Kristen, and we developed a wonderful friendship, and now three years later, we have this business together, and we couldn't be more excited.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. So thank you for the intro. So, let, I mean, let's dive in. I mean, you guys yeah. uh, meet each other, uh, become friends. How does the whole, you know, business thing even come about? Was it, you know, uh, introduction to a product or you're kind of just hanging out with one another and you kind of just start talking about it? Explain that process.
1: Sure. I can take that one. So, um, so what's crazy is we, you know, we had thought about We've been asked this question a few times, like, how did this even, how do you even do this in the middle of a pandemic? And (laughs) when we've really sat down to think about it, I felt that it all actually began just with, um, just with a jack-o'-lantern. We, um this past October, the beginning of October, I think that's when the reality um, that this pandemic was going to be long-term, um, that it wasn't going to be over anytime soon. You know, we both have school age kids and the reality that schools didn't even open um, was really starting to just set in. Um, and so we were trying to plan for Halloween for our children. We both have young children. Um, I have three young boys. Uh, Lauren has two young boys. And we wanted to give them some element of normalcy for Halloween. So we started to ask around our neighbors and say, you know, what is what is going to happen this Halloween? And goodness, we heard a full spectrum of answers. And so what we decided to do was uh, pull a few neighbors, um, get together for a Zoom, and decide on very specific um things that had to happen had to be in place for halloween to be risk-free and a ton of fun for our kids so we did that um, we spread the word through text message facebook groups um, we canvassed the entire neighborhood over 100 homes um, and then we crossed our fingers and we really hoped that everyone didn't think that we were crazy um, it kind of felt i know it's um it might seem silly but it kind of felt like we were taking this like risk like Who are we to decide what Halloween is, right? And how you participate in Halloween. Um, And we just decided it and we went with it and everyone followed it. I mean, to a T, everyone in the neighborhood followed it. We really honestly thought going into it that the only people who would take us serious were people um, like us with young children who really, really had a reason to want Halloween. But no, everyone um, followed suit. I mean, didn't matter if you had kids, didn't have kids, older kids, young kids, everyone um, participated. And and why I say jack-o'-lantern is because not only did they participate, but just the, the elaborate decor. I mean, someone oh. even made a gigantic life-size pirate ship um, for their front yard, Wow which is insane for one okay, night, awesome. right? It's insane. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was just that sense of community right there and then, that night, that was like the it light bulb moment for the two of us where we said, you know what, we we love our community. And, you know, sometimes it just feels like that's just an us thing. But we saw it in everyone that night. We really saw that love of the community. And that is what our entire company was based on. And that's how we got started. So it wasn't, I know you said like, was it a product? It wasn't a specific product. It was the idea of how do we showcase um, our love for the community and how do we just just literally like wear our community on our chests or on our tote bag, um, all around our house and our coffee mugs. Like how do we display our love and our passion for our community?
0: Yeah, I love that. It's uh, it's very organic, right? So a lot of times people mm-hmm. begin businesses. It's they want to start because of the income potential and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But when someone does something out of the, the kindness of their heart, obviously, and then sees the potential. Um, you know those those are the businesses you want to see thrive, right? And then you also have the support of the community, yeah. the strength in numbers, right? You know, you suited a hundred plus homes or whatever it was, and everyone came mm-hmm. together, and you really see uh, almost like this storybook thing where you know we've been through enough, you know, and you know our kids want something uh uh, of some level of normalcy for this you know this holiday season and here you guys go just one little idea right out of the kindness of your heart and of the love for your kids too right Mm -hmm. um but that one little idea just catapulted into something much bigger Mm -hmm.
2: right exactly and it was, it was so interesting to us to see how much of the community, you didn't realize how much everybody really loved their town until like Kristen said, you saw them sitting out in their front yards with a fire pit and cheering on all the kids going by. And so when we started the business, we were like, well, if we feel like this, people in other towns must feel like this. And I'm sure, you know, everybody's been home a lot as we know for the last year. So you kind of either probably fell in love with your town even more, or maybe you hate it and you moved, but- <laughs> People that fell in love with their town more, we're kind of catering to them and, and, you know, trying to find those other passionate people that love their town as much as we do. So that's kind of where everything was born and, you know, where our products come from. Um, And, you know, we noticed that in our, our town, you know, downtown, there just wasn't enough for a very touristy town. There really isn't much that you can buy that says New Hope on it. And, you know, there are some stores that have a few things, but there wasn't a wide variety. So we just kind of wanted to fill in that gap even more and kind of add more products that matched our style um, and see where it can go. And so that's that's where we are now. You know, four months later, we're just um, creating things and adding more to our product lineup. And um, it's been great. And the love and support of the community has been just amazing, absolutely amazing.
0: hmm that's awesome. So I, it was funny because I was just actually talking to my son um, about he kept asking me, Dad, what was your favorite subject at school? And I always mess around. I was saying, oh, recess, of course. <laughs> um, but in all reality, it was art class. And he goes, what? Why? Um, over the past weekend, I work for healthcare organizations, organizations. So we're, we're constantly on calls because of everything that's going on. Right. Um, yes. And I, while I was on a call, I was doodling. He said, wow, you drew this awesome picture. Um, And I was just talking to him about how art was my favorite, my true favorite uh, topic or or subject in school. And that I felt that there was some level of healing uh, that came Mm -hmm. while I was doing arts and crafts. Um, Mm -hmm. do you guys kind of share that? Is there something to that or did I just make that up in my own mind?
2: No, for sure. I mean, you can easily get lost in thought and concentration in any kind of art form, whether it's doodling or you know, coming up with designs on the computer or, you know, I used to crochet, um, you know, any kind of art form that you kind of get lost in, you forget about your day-to-day life. It's completely like a therapy. It's great. It really is. All
0: right. So explain for you guys the whole, how you went from, all right, we had this concept. We had the idea. Yeah. We definitely love our town, the whole online boutique. I absolutely love the concept. Uh, I think it's fantastic. And you're right. And sometimes, you know, it's you're right because sometimes you get like the most basic T-shirts that they sell. Um, you know, it's like welcome to whatever town, and that's pretty <laughs> much it. And then you get yes. like a random, um, you know, not maybe necessarily the most aesthetically pleasing things, but what you guys are doing, it's um, you know, it's it's nice to the eye. It's it's fashionable. It's fun. It's lighthearted. Stylish. H- how did how does that even all come about? So. Um... So I think that,
1: um, you know, it's funny, the words that you're rattling off are a lot of the words that Lauren and I use to describe ourselves and our style. And I think the second that you, um, you know, come upon our website, I, I think that you do feel those vibes that you're mentioning. Yeah. I mean, we think of ourselves as simplistic um stylish and lovely which is how we came <laughs> up with the name local and lovely Shocker. Sure. um and so i think that um you're saying in terms of like how does that even come about well you know um i think we started to cover this where we said we really wanted um a wider variety of options and we both have backgrounds as makers as crafters we've both always grown up being crafty uh, individuals and so um you know, we made for ourselves our own t-shirts, our own mugs, and we would constantly. It would be noticed by our neighbors, and so I think that that was a little bit of validation for us that hey, you know, maybe we do have good taste. Hey, maybe um, the designs that we're coming up with, um, maybe they are sellable, and and with the bonus on top of it. So we're both stay-at-home moms, um, mm-hmm. and the bonus on top of it is that it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, like you know, you were just saying to get lost in the designs and to constantly keep creating and iterating. And we would even before we had a business, we were we're neighbors, we're friends. Um, we would pass back and forth designs on text and say, "What do you think about this? What do you think about this fun? I don't know about this." Um, you know, and so we we were already constantly doing this, and so. It was just the next step. Once we realized there was a need, we both had the same passion. Uh, We really connected. And that's, you know, we said, why not? November 1st hit, we jumped on the phone and we said, let's figure out, because we had never started a business before. Um, I had always been in corporate America until the pandemic hit actually. Um, So I wasn't used to, you know, doing all of the aspects I had just some, you know, a very defined role in a much larger organization. And now here I am taking on 15 different hats as well as Lauren. Um, So we just got to work and just did our due diligence and looked things up online. There's tons of articles. Um, We sat down, we figured it out. We made, we're great at to-do lists. So we made lots of to-do lists, Um, kind of just took as we could, um, you know, as the day would allow, as our children decided to let us have a little free time. We would constantly just keep going back and forth. And that took us about three week, three weeks just working every single day until we we were like, I think we're ready. I mean, why not? Let's give it a shot. And we just went live.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. I love the the combination of how it started uh, with the the town and then you guys kind of grabbed that, so to speak, momentum um, and kind of... Built off that, there was a there's a um, an author in the early 1900s by the name of Napoleon Hill. He was actually paid to study successful people, and one of the things mm-hmm. that he he found was that uh, success successful people have either groups of two or more that he call, ended up calling masterminds, and these masterminds mm-hmm. then generated almost like a third brain. So when Kristen and Lauren are together, it's kind of you're vibing off of each other. It happens in music oh, groups for all sure. the time. Yeah. So when you know mm-hmm. like. Uh, Music groups, they're, they're, they see someone go in and sing. It motivates the next person to do even better, right? And uh, you, mm-hmm. I'm sure used to get even more creative or you can't wait to show Lauren or Lauren can't wait to show Kristen, the next designer. Look what I came up with. Look who oh I linked goodness. up with, yes. right?
1: That is us to a T. I mean, <laughs> I is. tried to... For Christmas, I tried to keep a design secret because I was going to surprise Lauren with a new design and it was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I think I made it like a week before Christmas and I was like, OK, I think I made it three
2: days. I was like, I just need to bring something to your house. I'll be right there.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I the couldn't. Part, and we share is, so much. And the funniest part is when we do these things, when we try to get together, you know, we have kids, we have lives. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, our lives during the day are wrapped around our kids. So we'll often meet on my front porch or on Kristen's doorstep. Luckily we're neighbors, so we're not far from each other. We're just around the <laughs> sure. corner, but at like 11 o'clock at night, handing off bags to each other and, you know, trading products and ideas. And, you know, our neighbors probably think we're nuts, you know, who knows what they think we're doing. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but I mean, that it's great that we're neighbors and we can do that, but we work at all hours of the night. Cause that's what you do when you have kids and you know, you're passionate about what you're doing outside of kids.
0: No, absolutely, absolutely. So, so explain a little bit about the customization, right? So folks can actually get customized products from you all. Is that true?
2: Absolutely. Very true. We make everything to order, essentially. So we don't maintain an inventory of pre-made products. Um any a customer will come to our website, find a product that they like, and then put in their custom request for a town that they live in or if it's a gift for somebody else. I mean, it could be any town anywhere in the country. I mean, anywhere in the world. Um, and then we'll make that as the order comes in.
1: Mm -hmm. And we also do a lot of custom orders with logos. We've gotten a ton of individuals coming in, you know, everyone loves their logo. I mean, it's so personal to them. They spend so much time designing it, staring at it. And, um, we love to help them with that. So, you know, when they come in with with a logo, it's very easy for us to apply because that's a design that's already created. Sometimes they want us to create something um, in addition to it, you know, maybe it's a mug and one side's their logo, the other side is a custom design that really speaks to the heart of their business, their passion. Um, and so for customization, sometimes people come in with just an idea and and luckily design is one of our favorite things so we can take that idea um, and we can create a number of mock-ups and just, you know, send it back and forth with them as many times as they want to make tweaks. Um, we're able to do that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I, you know, it's so funny too, because I, re- I remember, I, I wish when, when I was, there's a ton of people go off to college and all this thing. And, you know, I, I, I grabbed onto, there's just one mug that I always had when I was, I, went, I wasn't far Mind you, I went to Temple University, but uh, I still always grabbed onto this one mug, this coffee mug uh, that we'd practically use every other, you know, every other morning or whatever. And it had my local, t- I'm just realizing this now, it said Bristol <laughs> on it. And I think that was the only reason why I clung to this thing. It was like my favorite right. thing because there's a piece of home, uh, even while I was only, you know, 45 minutes away from home. But still, it was mm-hmm. it was something that meant a lot to me. And, and Mm -hmm. when you guys, when you guys were, when I was on, well, I visited your website, obviously, and that was the first thing that came to mind was, wow, it's just, even, even for the locals who live in the town that they love, what about their kids who go away for college? Or what if someone like my buddy right now, he just got, he just landed a gig in Boston, right? And so he grew Mm -hmm. up his entire life here and he's going to Boston, you know, one of these things, you know, uh, customized uh, mugs or, or whatever I saw the pillows that you guys have there's a, a variety of things and maybe you want to jump into yeah. some of the items that you have made uh or you know Kristen your favorite and yeah. Lauren your favorite thus far uh but I, I just thought of that and it's just yeah. so it's almost like you just want to hug it because it, it truly right. is it, it's 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 personal to you it's true
1: it sounds- you know-
2: Oh, go ahead, Kristen.
1: <laughs> I was going to say towns hold so many memories. Um, you have so many friendships. You have relatives. You have families. You have jobs. You have restaurants, your favorite coffee shops. I mean, there are so many memories in a town. It's, you know, it's more than just a name. But um, so in terms of our products, I mean, we we started with just a handful of things. And Lauren and I, oh. you know, we were going back and forth just thinking of, like, how you know, what have we done thus far? We're about to celebrate four months. And we came up with a list. We thus far have five different types of drinkware. We have four different types of tote bags, um, two different types of small bags, one towel and one pillow. So 13, ta- sorry, 13 products in four months with a plethora of different designs that are adorned on each of these items. And so, I mean, it's, it's kind of wild when you sit down and think about all of, you know, what we've what we've been able to accomplish in such a short amount of time and don't worry we still have a lot of ideas that we're still actively working on adding um so each week we're constantly coming up with you know new designs new products to add but but you said favorite um favorite of everything so i think and this is going to sound funny but I think it's actually our tote bag. I mean, a tote bag seems like such a simple thing, but I think as a mom, I'm constantly uh, the carry-all for everything. Sure. Um, <laughs> the sweatshirts, the random gloves, the extra socks, the toys, the book that they have to have because they swear they're going to read when they're at the park. Um, <laughs> I. It's like, really? Um, but I think that even though they're they're simple, they're not, you know – um, some name brand or, or whatever it just that's kind of what I need on a, a lot of times on a daily basis I just need the simple grab it and go and I really appreciate our totes we made sure that they were all made from recycled materials um, yes. and that was important to us and so we really made sure to find tote bags that um, that were made from that material so I think I'd have to say my gray tote bag
2: um, <laughs> is my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, I think actually, I think I would say our um, very popular camper mug. It's a very oh, yeah. sturdy, great coffee mug. It's been my go-to mug now in the morning, and it's just a really great piece in the morning. I don't know. I just love it. I, I love it.
0: That's awesome. So, so I mean, that's a lot, right? I mean, four months passed by. You guys are doing a phenomenal job. Um I did notice on your uh, your social media page that it seemed like you almost you also linked up with um, another uh, mom and pop shop locally. I don't know if that still holds true. If it is, uh, can you kind of explain how that went? You know how that went about or how you make that connection?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think one of the things that really benefits both Lauren and I is that we did have jobs in corporate America for a long time, Lauren in marketing, myself in pharmaceutical market research, and um, I can speak for myself at least, but we had a ton of sales training. And so by nature, I I think I do understand how to sell, Um, maybe I don't understand how to sell tote bags. But I, I, you know, I understand the basics of building those relationships, creating those networks, nurturing those relationships, um, and the persistence that's required. And so we used all of those strategies as we tried to push into stores. You know, we certainly do have a website, and that's a wonderful place for people to find us, but there's only a limited number of people who are really realistically going to go to our very specific website. So and our goal wasn't to make money, uh, I mean, money helps us reinvest in the business, but that's not the end goal for us. The end goal for us is to adorn and find all of those other passionate people mm-hmm. about their, um, that love their town and adorn them with our products and with um, beautiful design rather than the simplistic design that might be out there today. And we knew that for that to happen, for to reach that um, those tourists, it's going to have to be at the right place at the right time. And therefore, we decided that one of the strategies we would have to take is to push into stores. And we found them. Um, You know, maybe not every single (laughs) store is the right fit, but we tried our best to do our due diligence, figure out what stores would be appropriate (laughs) to have our items. And, you know, we found um, a wide variety of stores, actually. One of our stores, so right now we're in three stores, but, you know, still negotiating, it looks like we're going to close- on a few additional stores. So right now I can speak to um, uh, Doylestown uh, Makers Off Main. That is um, a number of different, I think there's over 90 different makers like us that are all in that oh, wow. store. Yep, an amazing store if you're looking for local items. Then we have Upmade Made um, downtown on New Hope on Main Street. And that is, um, they really do look for um, independent artists, they are looking for smaller businesses to support them there, but these are not necessarily makers. So these might be some larger brands, well, larger is all relative, but um, they're still going to be small brands, small companies, Uh, but maybe they're brands that you have heard of. And then we're in Somerville Provisions in New Jersey, Somerville, New Jersey. And that store is primarily all specialty foods, specialty drinks. But um, you can't help but love Somerville. And there was a a need there as well. So, you know, people of Somerville love their town, too. And while you're picking up, you know, some specialty tea, why not pair it with, um, you know, a gorgeous Somerville mug?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yes. I, I think it's 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 incredible. I think this is like the third show in a row that we mention uh, the small town, this whole small town feel and pride almost. Uh, my brother hmm. Miguel, who's who's on the who's on the call as well, he um, he was part of something called the uh, Small Business Revolution. Uh, but what was interesting to enter and Bristol Barrow won and his business was uh, nominated and all that, so it was it was a fantastic experience. But what was interesting was when you got to be um i guess one of the nominated towns let's just say and it was uh, it was um it was across the nation so uh you had to i guess promote is the best way to say to your town to say hey guys vote us in so that we can Mm. win this contest and the whole goal was so that the you know these uh the owners of these big name companies excuse me can help donate and uh, actually actually build the facade and build up the town a little bit better. So um, it was absolutely amazing the amount of pride was the first word that popped in my mind that people had Ooh. from the town. Uh, in our case, it was Bristol, but you could. it was all those other towns. Uh, Goose, I don't know. Do you remember how many it was? I think it was like um, 500. 500 entered, and by the time you got nominated, it was like down to 100. And then it well, went yeah, down it was like, to 25 was, towns. Yeah, it was like I think it was fourteen hundred towns like across America, and then it went wow. down to wow. like it went down to like five hundred. Then it went down to like the top sixty. Then it went down Whoa. to the top ten. That's where it was like juggling. Wow. And then Bristol Borough won the wow. the best small town of America that
2: twenty seventeen. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it just rings true to what you all are doing with uh, Local and Lovely, how passionate people are about the town that either they're from, they grew up in, whatever it is, they want to see the town succeed, right? They want to see the town win, and they're so proud of that. And so you guys kind of tie all that in. And it's so funny to go back on what I was saying originally, you do almost see the whatever town, <laughs> like this random square T-shirt that's like at a random <laughs> gas station or something. Uh, right. There's no, it's no true like stylish like things, right? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I was on your website, that was the first thing that popped in my mind. It's like, beyond being proud of your town, you're actually proud of what you're wearing. It's, you don't mind it. It's stylish or even like the tote. And you, like you said, you go to the kids' soccer game or to the park, whatever it is you have something that's representative of who you are, where you're from, and stylish at the same time. It's like a win-win, right? Right.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's funny. It's one of those things where people don't really sit – you don't go out to dinner with your friends and talk about how proud you are of your town. It's not (laughs) something that's really talked about. But as we've been going through this process, we've realized that, you know, the orders that are coming in and just talking to people about what we're doing, you realize that people really do have a lot of pride for where they live. It's just Mm -hmm. not something you – talk about. I mean, it's not a conversational point, you know, (laughs) but, you know, we've just realized about how everybody kind of feels this way. And, you know, it's really a nice thing to to see in your community that people do love it as much as you do.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, me, me, and the guys aren't sitting down. Like, do you know how much I love this town? You know? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but if I'm wearing a shirt, I'm like, that's a nice shirt. I like that. I dig it. <laughs> <that," you know? laughs> exactly. Um, so, so in in your where where do you guys want to see yourselves? You know, in the near future. I'm, I, you know, I know you. Everything's just getting started. We're not asking for you know twenty year plan by any means, but just in the near future, next year or so, where where, where do you guys hope to be?
1: Well, we definitely. Um, We definitely hope to be in a few more stores and a few additional towns because I do, like I said, we we really do want to reach those tourists, those individuals, those locals. Um, I think we also want to keep adding products and keep adding designs. There are certain products that we want to add that we, you know, we have to be able to invest in new um, machinery and that is definitely fun. And I, we are absolutely going to hit those goals and to get, you know, each of those pieces of machine. Um, we have three specifically that we would like to buy in the next year and we will get there. Um, and once we have those, we will be adding um, new products.
2: No, I, th- I think you've hit it. I was going to say that I feel like our, our brains and our minds are just constantly moving and if you see us on the phone it's like we're just back and forth and what about this what about this And what about this and we're just constantly thinking about what's next and what else we can do and you know can we improve upon what we have right now um, or can we move forward with something new and we're constantly trying to evolve um, and do what we do better and then you know take the next step forward but we have a thousand things that we want to do and there's just not enough hours in the day <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I I am proud of us because we do have a lot of balls in the air right now. And all of them, I can say, are moving forward. And so I think I'm constantly, we have um, a formal once weekly meeting. um, And at our formal meeting, things between week to week, I mean, now granted, we talk every single day, but um, week to week at that formal meeting, every single item on that list, um, we make progress on. And I'm—I mean, I'm just very proud of us because we are—we do also have children at home all day long, <laughs> that are with us all day long until bedtime, and um, we still keep everything moving. So, think—you yeah. know—I think big things
0: are to come for us. Very cool. So cool. I know we kind of talked about it, and you guys basically manifested out of the pandemic. But how—how has—do you think the way people, um, I guess, shop? affected you know the business this this is the reason why i truly love the concept of your online boutique um and i say that because my brother-in-law is a uh, delivery guy um and he's like we're overwhelmed i mean there's more online orders than ever before right and it looks like it's just going to keep going in that direction um and so i think it's fascinating you guys already have a website up and running people can connect with you um so i feel personally i feel with your business model it's almost the way things are going it's almost in your favor um Mm -hmm. how how has the you know the the pandemic or everything going around helped you guys actually i think it's
1: it's it's uh, well we've never known any differently so let's start there right we started in a pandemic as you said so we really it's hard to compare but the one thing i think it's helped us but i also think it's harder sometimes to have those personal connections so Absolutely, sure. we have friends and family supporting us 100%. But I think that sometimes we wish that we could have those family gatherings to just be able to sit there and talk to them about it and really show our passion um, in person, <laughs> um, to be be with friends, to actually show off our products in person. Um, you know, I think we've definitely tried to adapt. We've tried to um, have video include videos on our website and on, you know, as many product pages product pages that we possibly can. Um, I think that, you know, not only by going into stores, not only are we promoting our products on social media, but then we also have the stores who are believers in us and who are also promoting us as well. Um, so I think that's, that's huge. Um, I think the fact that we had no other choice but to be have an online presence, it's really pushed us to stay very active on social media. Um, we do keep a very active Instagram page um, and a fairly active Facebook page as well. Um, and so I think that we don't have any choice but to, but to do that. So it's not even optional to us. So we do it. Um, what else am I missing, Lauren?
2: Yeah, I was just going to say that, I, you know, when we went into this, it wasn't like we were trying to open up a store downtown. You know, we we always were going to start out on a website and, you know, we weren't looking to have like a brick and mortar uh, store. So this is kind of exactly where we wanted to be and how we wanted to go. So I don't think the pandemic really changed our initial idea. You know, to Kristen's point, it is harder to talk to people or even meet new people. You know, you don't, you don't, you're not going out for, you know, a drink with a friend and maybe meeting, you know, uh, people sitting next to you and talking about what you do is there's, there's those social interactions are lacking. And that definitely makes it a little more difficult to kind of spread mm-hmm. the word and introduce us to our community. Um, you know, we can only yeah. tell our friends so much about what we're doing, you know, they know what we're doing, and they support us. But um, those social interactions is what we're missing.
1: And I think it makes it slightly harder to do our due diligence to because it's a little unfair to say that there's no town that has cute designs. And so um, what Lauren and I try our best to do is to try to figure out um, which towns, um, which towns would be best to push into and which stores. So like Lambertville's right across the water, right? Um, and figuring out like which store is the best store for us to approach, it makes it slightly harder when we're not having the ability to just walk around downtown, you know, willy nilly whenever we want. Yeah. So pros and cons to the pandemic and starting a business.
0: So speaking of which, and you, you all both um, alluded to it, uh, several times entrepreneurship, being a mother, right. And, and everything else in between, How, how, how is it, this is always a fascinating question, uh, that I like to uh, ask, but I would love to hear the answers. How do you manage the work life thing? Explain to the <laughs> listeners how chaotic it can be in, in a healthy way, but it's still like all over. the place. I mean, it, it's,
2: it's, it is, it's chaotic. I mean, no two days are ever the same. You no, know, you're con obviously your kids come first, you know, in, sure. in every aspect of life. That's your kids are always going to come first, but you know, you, you take the time that you can when maybe they're in school or they're with grandma or grandpa or with daddy and you just kind of juggle them both. There's really no um, like science to it or kind of exact schedule. Like, I mean, honestly, every day is different. And, you know, we end up working late at night when they're sleeping um, back and forth, like I said, to each other's houses, dropping things off and you just kind of make it work. I mean, if you want to make it work, you will make it work. Because you, you know, you're loving what you're doing. I mean, I feel like that's kind of it in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. I don't know if
1: Kristen, you have anything to add? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think sometimes our weeks are, you know, totally different and we have to plan differently because there's weeks that we've had, you know, uh, 120 mug orders come in and there's weeks that we've had seven mugs being ordered come in. And so those look like two very different weeks. And we, we schedule around, you know, how things are, are coming in. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's exactly as as Lauren said. I, I mean, I try my best to do more sales and marketing during the day because I know that that's when people will be there. And I know that leaving it until night every night is not really the best to foster those relationships. So I do try to um, touch base during the day. But a lot of times for myself, the production is really happening at night after bedtime occurs. Yeah.
0: Awesome. All right. So. What, if someone were to be, you know, if someone were to start their own business, obviously something, even yeah. if it's something totally different than what you guys are currently doing, just looking back on the past four months, obviously you guys have a wonderful, uh, strong relationship with each other. Um, mm-hmm. But if someone were to just, they wanted to start their own business, they're kind of on a borderline. Um, what are, what, if you're looking at the past four months, what are some of the things or some some advice you would give them?
1: Yeah, so um, I think the first thing that comes to my mind when you when you said that was you really want to make sure that you are financially stable, because when you start a new business, I wouldn't expect to automatically be turning a profit and be um, to be paying yourself Um, any money that you do make. Generally, I would advise to reinvest in the business, whether it's going to be marketing materials or um, just increasing your inventory um, or, or anything. You also really, really do need the support of your family. Um, ideally family and friends, (laughs) but you really do need to be surrounded by people who support you because it's all you're going to eat, breathe, think, um, for the next few months. And so people have to be tolerant of you just constantly, Oh my gosh, what about this? What about this? (laughs) Constantly just thinking about the business. Um, I also think, um, don't underestimate the power of, of sales and constantly putting yourselves out there. Don't think that, oh, I'm, I'm pushing them too much or I'm emailing them too much. Like, I, I wouldn't do that at all. I think um, the more, the better. And really, you do want to foster those relationships and have really quick turnaround times to make sure that they know that you are interested. Um, and this is important to you. Um, But also I think what's important if you do decide like Lauren and myself to go into business with someone else, I think you really need to make sure that you connect, you see eye to eye on um, the idea for the business and where it's going, but also that you are, um, you're compatible with one another in terms of um, your work style, your ideas, your approach, how you manage things. What else? What else are you thinking, Lauren?
2: No, I think that was it. I was going to say that's one of the reasons why Kristen and I work so well together is that we're, Mm. we're very similar, but we're very different. So we bring in different strengths to the business and we complement each other really well. So where Kristen may shine in one area, I shine in another. And that really, we really have a very good working relationship because of that. Um, Mm. But yeah, I agree with everything Kristen said and, you know, life is short and if you have an idea and you have the uh, ability to try try it, then, you know, there's, you should do it. You know, there's no mm-hmm. risk in trying as long as like Kristen said, you have the financial uh, stability and support of your family, like take a risk. You know, the worst that can happen doesn't work and you move on, but at least, you know, you mm-hmm. tried.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very well said. Thank you so much for that. Um, all right. So just to wrap things up, what's the best way folks can uh, connect with you uh website uh, you know, uh, social media handles, things like that.
1: Oh yeah, so um, our website is a great place to interact with us. Um, www.localandspeltoutlovely.com. out um, We love the Instagram. We are our handle is at uh, local dot and spelled out again dot lovely um, our email local and dot. N-H, that stands for New Hope <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, we're also on Facebook. We also just started a Pinterest, but I have to, I'm still learning about Pinterest business, so you'll have to give me a few days to figure out what I'm doing there. Um, we're also, you know, exploring the Etsy, so we'll, we'll let you know in, in another month what we're doing there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we love to chit-chat, especially on the Insta. That's
0: awesome. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, there you have it. We like to wrap things up with quotes. And uh, the first one is by Helen Frankenholler. There are no rules. That is how art is born. How breakthroughs happen. Go against the rules or ignore the rules. That is what invention is about. And the second one by Jack Canfield. For every reason it's not possible there are hundreds of people who have faced the same circumstances and succeeded. Mm -hmm local and lovely in this episode we have special guests Kristen and lauren we cover topics that range from e-commerce entrepreneurship crafting creative processes the coronavirus and much more we wrap the episode up with quotes from helen frankenhaller and jack canfield awesome Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries,